to uh, the podcast of Ordinary Gentle People. Uh, we have uh, our co-host, uh, the chosen child, has arrived. Uh, he has returned, the prodigal mm-hmm. son. Um, I did as I did as Jake told me, and I just let him. I let him roam, and he eventually came back, just as Jake promised. And uh, really good lessons from from the Lord. Uh, but welcome back, Mr. Michael. How are we? Thank you. I'm doing well. Uh, hopefully you are as well, uh, both you and the people listening to this. But, um, you know, I have to say, I thought Zach was going to give me a run for my money. He he crushed it last week. I was very proud. I He might have, lim- I think he limited himself to maybe only two, I, but that's just an opinions or I don't, yeah. I don't think he actually, no, I think he contradicted himself once, but one time for 45 minutes of speaking is pretty impressive for Zach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he is just a walking yeah. contradiction. Yeah, he uh, he had some good takes too. Um, I would like to actually. Uh, I, I didn't get the chance to do this before today, but at some point I'm going to go back and look at all of the games that he predicted and see what his uh, like what his hit rate was on that. But um, but yeah, I thought for sure if I mean if all three of us were here today, I would see to him. Um, but uh, unfortunately, he's at the Philadelphia 76ers game, just watching an absolute broken franchise just like a majority of the franchises that he roots for but you know yeah it's he um, can't be here every week listen don't kick a man while he's down okay he's done a lot for us he's been a great friend and um it's 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 tough for me to have to watch him to watch him live through that um so i'm, I'm not gonna kick him while he's down you did a great job last week and i i wish he was here tonight probably would save him some emotional pain if he was with us tonight but mm-hmm. uh instead he is not I wonder who the uh, 76ers are playing tonight, too. I have no idea. I didn't check. Also, he's, he has courtside seats, so oh, I'm wondering Jesus if Christ. we'll see him on TV. From, how did yeah, he get that? He, from his dad? Uh, no, so he's going with his friend and his friend's dad, and him and his, his friend and his friend's dad have courtside tickets, and so I guess like his dad is just going to let Zach use one of them so they wow. can sit together. That's awesome. Um, but they're, they're playing the Pistons. Oh, There's so they have four a minutes shot. left. Well, there's four minutes left in the second quarter right now, and they're down by three. So they have, they have a shot. That's probably the best one. That's probably why I jumped at it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, we can we'll we can get into a little bit of Ben Simmons stuff too because that's a pretty good top uh, talking topic as well. Um, ridiculous. <clears throat> but uh, a couple of housekeeping issues, <clears throat> or not issues per se, but house just a little bit of housekeeping. It's um, on the docket. Yeah, I, uh, so today we're going to do, uh, we're getting back to our fantasy draft uh, between oh, me God. and Mike. I didn't actually, I never got the time. We, I had a busy week last week. I've had a very busy week this week as well. Obviously, you had a busy week last week too. Um, so I actually haven't done the math. Um, I did it. I, I didn't do the math, but I looked at the scores and you blew me out of the water right, two cool. weeks ago. Well, so if you're, if you're okay with seeding that, then, um, <laughs> then I'm not going to complain. Dude, um, okay, hold on. Let, <clears> let's go through this really quick though. So your positional players, not one of them scored under uh, double digits, all right? Um, you had the stack of Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson against Seattle. Mm-hmm. I had taken Chase Claypool with my first pick. He's the only one out of those three who didn't do anything. Chase Claypool had 3.7 points that week. I think I started him in my lineup, too. I was that confident. Um, your, your My highest scorers, if you add up my three highest scorers, they're still double digits below your three highest scores. Okay. So cool. Yeah, you absolutely destroyed me. But I have the first pick this week. All right. Um, and I think we all know who you're taking or did 
there's two people that I can guess, but one of them specifically is I think is the obvious first pick for this week. Um, now I'm scared because I don't know. I, there was one that I was like, yeah, I'm going to take them number one overall, but I'm not sure if it's what you're thinking. I guess we'll see. Um, okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but that brings our, my win total to five wins, so it's five to two at the moment. Is that does that does that match up with your with your uh, stats? No, there's only been six weeks. It's four to two. Four to two, because last week was week seven, so we didn't have one. Okay, so maybe or no, maybe no, 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 it's no. Five I'm sorry. One. I think it's I think it's four to one. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's four to one. Yeah. No, I think it was four to one, and then with list. Hold week, on, I'm looking right now. I have five to one. Now it's I have five all the one. weeks. I have all the weeks written written down because we didn't do week one. Yep. We hadn't thought of that yet. Week two. Or actually, did we do week one? We did. We did. It wasn't. It was. We didn't have the correct rules, though. I still won. But oh, we that's right. The rules, we didn't. So you can count okay. that as half. So th- we'll throw that out. <laughs> no, we'll throw that out. <laughs> week two, we did it. So that's one. Week three uh, was the three of us. Every week we should have no. done it except last week. Week three, we did it. Yep. Week four was the three of us me, you, and Zach. No, where the hell is me, you, and Zach's? And then I have week six. Why don't I have week five? All right, my notes are all over the place. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's either it's either five to two or five to one. Um, you you I know last time that you were on, we you made the claim that you were your season was you were coming back and you were eventually going to take me down, uh, which that I lasted. Still could. That lasted. I still could. What happened? Are we still going to compete once I just like eventually just like there's no chance of you coming back? Is or are you going to compete for pride or? Yeah, then then my wins count as two. It's going to end up with just the last game, me being up like thirteen to one, and you. Just being <laughs> all right, like, this is winner takes all. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we're going to get back to the fantasy draft today, uh, and then we're also going to do some waiver woes. Uh, and, uh, I believe we will also have Jake's response, but that will probably be either, I can just, I can edit this however I want, but this will probably be, you know, I might change it. I might hide it inside the podcast this time. Rather Ooh, than make them guess. Yeah. yeah. They got to listen the whole yeah. way through. All right. I'll, I'll find something creative to do. Can we uh can we put like presidential music or something yeah. before he speaks? <laughs> like Jake for commission. I can put like uh the, some hymns, some hymns yeah. in the background. <laughs> Our God <laughs> is an awesome God. Um, so yeah, so so uh let's just jump right into this fantasy draft then uh, and kind of get started. Um, <clears throat> also another uh, disclaimer: <clears throat> as long as you're okay with it, um, this is. We're recording this at eight o'clock. The Green Bay game doesn't start till eight twenty. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna, probably going to be done with any of that, but uh, done with it by eight twenty. So, are we okay to take Thursday players or no? Uh, sure. All right, cool. I don't have any in my <clears throat> in my thing anyway. I don't think, but I mean, it's one thing to um, well, yeah, it's it's one thing to uh, to uh, obviously uh, Green Bay has a whole bunch of COVID issues. Uh, mm-hmm. But another thing that I think is underrated uh, is J.J. Uh, Watt. I didn't realize that, but J.J. Watt's out for, for the season, season which is huge, yep. uh, which might put a stunt in the Cardinals' uh, season plans. Um, but you have the first pick, so let's just jump right into it. And uh, who would you like to take with the first pick? <clears throat> See, now I'm, now I'm thinking the obvious first pick was one of the Green Bay receivers because Devontae Adams is out. But... 
I'm going to stick with my original first pick, which is going to be Kenneth Gainwell from the Philadelphia Eagles against Detroit. Um, so Miles Sanders is going to be out this week. Uh, are you crossing him off your list? <laughs> All right. So that makes me feel a little bit better. At least he was on both of our lists. So, uh, yeah, Miles Sanders is going to be out this week. Obviously, like kind of picking the low fruit choosing someone who's in for a replacement of an injury because we can only use them once. Um, but regardless, like he's been a pretty good passing back this season. Like he's been getting consistent targets in an offense that's not so great. But um, I mean, when you're scoring garbage time points, you're scoring garbage time points uh, in a game that probably should be pretty competitive versus the Lions. Um, I can see a lot of points being scored, so I'll take the upside. Yeah, uh, I, uh, and that will be my first pick. Yeah, he was on my uh, <clears throat> he was on my uh, on my list as well. Um, <clears throat> sorry, um, he was on my list as well. I uh, wasn't gonna take it with my first pick though, um, but uh, I do I do like the pick. Um, he I, I read a stat today that he's actually uh, he has more fantasy points per touch than I mm-hmm. think he might be first in the NFL. But like some crazy like he has more fantasy points per touch than like. Alvin Kamara. Cordero Patterson? Oh. <laughs> um, maybe, to be honest. You probably both. On, I, I bet you if there's anyone who has more than him, it's Cordero yeah. Patterson. Um, so, I mean, I, I actually have never even heard of that stat, fantasy points per touch, either. but um, mm-hmm. he's number one I know that it, there's so. like, I know that there's a certain stat, like fantasy points per like opportunity, where it's like depending on where you are on the field. Um, so, like, let's say red zone opportunities. Like, there's a specific average of points per red zone opportunity so for like wide receivers it's like Mm 2.8 or something and for running backs it's like 1.7 or something like that um but i hadn't heard like just overall like but that's interesting so i'm happy with that pick i'll take it um so for my first pick it i i thought you were gonna sniff it out real quick but i think the obvious first pick for this week should have been randall cobb randall cobb is going to Devontae adams is missing his top three wide receivers <clears throat> Lazard, Van, uh, Scaldas, Vantling, um, mm-hmm. and Devontae are all out. Uh, Wait, Lazard is yeah, out? Top three oh, wide wow. receivers. So Randall Cobb is number one. He, he's the one that um, Aaron Rodgers is most comfortable with. Um, I actually think that the uh, Packers are going to win pretty handedly this one. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was looking at their roster. Like I said, Randall Cobb, uh, they have two other guys who are pretty much unknown, but um, they also have Amari Rodgers. Um, on the roster, the and Amari Rogers was a an early pick for this year, so he's kind of thrust into the spotlight. I think he's actually going to step up a little bit more than everyone else thinks. Um, so I well, if he has a good game, <clears throat> that wide receiver room is wide open. Like Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard, uh, and um, and Marquez Valdez Scantling have had just absolutely mm-hmm. like disappointing seasons. Well, last week last Alan Lazard popped off. It was his. It was welcome. It was the welcome Alan Lazard show. But mm-hmm. um, but they that, they mm-hmm. have one of those like every. I feel like they have one of those every season. Like I feel like so Marcus Valdez Scantling Scantling had a, a a like three games in a row last year where he scored like eighty yard bombs for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alan Lazard always has at least like one good game. But if you look at the season overall, like. Like, there's a reason why Aaron Rodgers was so pissed when they picked Jordan Love with the first pick. It's because they don't have the wide receiving cord that they need. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, yeah, if if that young guy Rodgers, you said his name is also Rodgers. If he does does well, I can absolutely see him being, like, a 
like a, a not a focal point of this offense, but I can see him slipping into like serious. Yeah, he was talent. a Clemson wide receiver during uh, the Trevor Lawrence days, and he was de- very very talented. I definitely remember the name. Yep. Yeah. Um. So he's he's no joke, and so I'm excited to get to see him play today. Um. So Randall Cobb's gonna be my first pick, and my second pick is going to be. <clears throat> oh my God, I have like a frog stuck in my throat. <clears> throat> um. I'm gonna take uh, Devonte Booker. Um. The Giants. Saquon's still hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing the Chiefs. Some people are saying that this is a game to take a uh, giant money line. Um, mm. I I can't see it happening. Um, <laughs> I, I really can't. Uh, Bounce back game for Mahomes. Yeah, and I, I guess I, we can talk about that when we get to like the matchups. And yeah, Mahomes I, I can't. I can't imagine. Like Mahomes is too talented to be losing to the Giants, and Giants are still injury struck. Uh, Kadarius Tony's still questionable. Obviously, no Saquon. Um, and mm-hmm. granted, Daniel Jones can only make so many one-handed catches. Um, <laughs> but um, it's interesting how close the Giants have played people this year, though. Like they've lost more games than they've won, but it, um, I, they've they've been like scrappy. So yeah, it, Giants are like I said. I, I my I am bipolar on the Giants for sure. At one week, I think that they're like top ten. Next week, I think that they're the worst team in the league. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take uh, Randall Cobb in my first pick and uh, Devontae Booker in my second pick. Now you got two. Dope. Um, all right, I am going to take – I'm trying to see if I want to go. So I'll probably go wide receiver running back here. Um, I have Kenneth Gainwell. I'm going to take – uh, my, the newest addition to my team, I'm going to take Amari Cooper versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, the, it, I, I guess there were two directions I could have gone with this. I don't, I, I can't remember if I've already taken CD lamb. Um, I might've, but, uh, like, I feel like those are the two directions at wide receiver. You can go with this, but the Cowboys coming off a of bye week, like they're going to, they're going to be fired up, ready to go against a Minnesota team that's weak at best. Um, so I like my odds there. And Amari Cooper still seems to be involved enough in this offense, even with CeeDee Lamb making his uh, his breakout year. Um, all right, I'm going to go back-to-back wide receiver, and then I'm going to take DJ Moore versus Atlanta. Damn, um, that's a ballsy pick. With the way yeah, that, so uh, with the way uh, Sam Sam, Sam Darnold has been playing like crap, but I think if there's a week to bounce back, it's this week. Tua threw for four touchdowns on the Falcons last week in London, um, so I feel pretty good with uh, the the Carolina Panthers as a whole making a comeback this week. Um, but uh, DJ Moore specifically, I think he's going to have a really good week. So um, yeah, I guess. You kind of have to get ballsy in these sometimes, but um, I need I need to have a good week. I need to beat you this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I, I have a lot invested in the Sam Darnold train. <clears throat> I'm glad they're sticking with them. They announced today that they're they're not pursuing Deshaun Watson, which I think is a great decision. Is um, he your starting quarterback? So what? Uh, or no, you no, have Matt Stafford. In, in, in another league, I have Sam Darnold as a starting quarterback. Sure. But I I just in generally I'm I'm a supporter of Sam, so. Um, so yeah, I, I I I do think Sam's gonna bounce back. Uh, I'm glad they committed to him for the year, um, and then they can make some decisions at the end of the year. Um, and Stefan, like kind of not really, but Stefan Gilmore, is he returning this week or is it next? Week? I know he's eligible to return this week, so 
Um, that's going to be a boost to that defense uh, as well, which is going to be uh, – I'm just excited to see Stefan Gilmore play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He deserves it. I mean, um, glad that he's back in a place where he's comfortable, mm-hmm. but it, it's sad at the same time. But, uh, but yeah, I like I, I like the points in this game. I I'm I I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be a good one, and I think Sam Darnold's gonna play well. So give me Daniel Jones. Um, so Daniel Jones playing the Chiefs this week. Uh, like I said, a lot of people think that this is gonna be this is gonna be a the Giants actually have a chance of winning. I think that's wild. Um, but can Kansas City defense stinks. Um, I don't think there's a chance in hell that Giants win, but I do think that they can score points. Um, I just think that the Chiefs got like usual. They're not going. They're going to be able to score more points than the Giants can. Uh, that's how they won games in the past. Uh, that's how they're eventually going to win games this year. Um, so I do like Daniel Jones. Uh, and it seems like the past couple of weeks has kind of been his coming out party, where people are really starting to have faith in Daniel Jones uh, as a quarterback and as an athlete. Um, so I like Daniel Jones this week against mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Um, yeah. To tell you what, too, if Kadarius Tony was not questionable for this week, he would have been my first wide receiver taken. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, Kenny so, Galladay is also questionable, so there's mm-hmm. a chance that he has both his wide receiving options back. Um, granted, I, it's a, it's, I don't like taking him on a week where he doesn't have Saquon, but maybe that just means he has to throw the ball a little bit more um, mm-hmm. and we can get a little bit more points from him uh, rather than Saquon. Um, and then to tell me if I have picked this person before, but... Um, with you taking two kind of studs, two wide receiver ones, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna use. Uh, I'm gonna use the. What's the thing they used to have in America's Got Talent? Like the the automatic button. The golden buzzer. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use my golden buzzer, um, and I'm gonna take Cooper Cup. Um, you, I I was thinking about it too. I was like, I'll save him for another. I'm glad I saved him then. All right. So um, I don't think any of us have taken him yet. So you're good. So obviously he's uh he's the number one wide receiver. Um, I saw that uh, I saw today that um, if him and Randy Moss in 07 were playing mm-hmm. in the same like both playing right now, Cooper Cup would have more fantasy points than Randy Moss did uh, at this at this time in the season, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty wild to think. Uh, He's kind of just this small white guy, so I don't think we really acknowledge how phenomenal he's doing. He's having like this literally like otherworldly season. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to take him. He's projected literally like 24 point or like 25 <laughs> points this week. Um, he's playing the Texans. Uh, Texans defense isn't horrible, but it's certainly not good. Um, this is more of just a I, I with taking Randall Cobb, who I think is a pretty big. Not a question mark, but he's definitely a more ballsy pick. Uh, when with you taking two wide receiver once, might as well use uh, use the X factor now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Cooper Cup uh, and uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, I just gotta hope that Robert Woods has his game again this week. But the the troubling thing is, even when Robert Woods had 12 catches for 150 yards. Um, uh, Cooper Cup still had 19 fantasy points. Like, it's just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe I chose the wrong one out of those two. Um, so, yeah, that sucks. Uh, next, I am going to go... I'll take my next running back then, and then I will take a tight end. So, 
Uh, at running back, do I take two people who are on your team? All right, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to take uh, Daryl Henderson um, okay. against pick. Houston. Yeah, I like. I can see them blowing Houston out, and I can see the running game being a big part of it. It sucks how much volume Cooper Cup gets right now, but like the only chance that he doesn't go off is if like they're they're just up super early and he doesn't score any touchdowns, and then they just run the ball for the rest of the game. Um, so, I mean, th- there's nothing else to say about Henderson. He's had a couple of down weeks, I think, too. So, hopefully, he bounces back this week. Yeah, and that no matter what, that the, the Rams play a very West Coast style offense and it's predicated mm-hmm. on that outside zone so they need to establish the run to get that mm-hmm. offense clicking granted matt stafford gives them a little bit more flexibility with things like they can do um they become they can put everyone out they can go back and shotgun uh, with jared goff they're definitely more limited to rolling off play action getting him on the edge uh trying to do some easier things so he didn't have to make decisions with Matt Stafford, they can get a little more creative, but at their core, they're still that they're still that outside zone team. Uh, they want to play action. That's what they want to get to the first. So uh, mm-hmm. I actually I I like Daryl Henderson a lot this week actually. Yeah, I heard someone say they have to establish the establishing of the run. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll take I'll take him as my second running back, and then I'll take my tight end because no point in taking my quarterback yet. Um, I'm gonna take Mo Ali Cox against uh, Tennessee. Phenomenal name. Um, Great name, great, uh, great stature. Mm-hmm. the The guy's a giant. He's he like played Mercedes basketball. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He played. I mean, a, a little bit thinner than Mercedes Lewis, but um, he uh, he played basketball for VCU. All those rebounds obviously helped him out. Sounds in the like NFL. you're fat shaming a little bit, Mike. What's wrong with What's wrong with Mercedes? I'm not. Lewis's I'm not fat shading. No, no, no. I'm just saying that Mo Ali Cox is in better shape than Mercedes what, does Lewis. He, does he look better too? Is he? Yes. Well, mm, yeah, that's that's fat shaming. But okay, <laughs> I just I think Moali Cox is a great looking and guy. I what think can I say? That Mercedes Lewis is is big and beautiful. Okay, I I won't I won't debate that. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, Moali Cox has been like kind of, he he kind of like bullied Jack Doyle out of the way. Um, he's been getting red zone targets. He scored a couple touchdowns. Uh, and against uh, a Tennessee offense that's so like that's so dangerous and is scoring so much right now and against a Tennessee defense that is kind of like back and forth, you know, hot and cold. Yeah. Um, I think they could catch it on a good week and uh, Moali Cox could, you never know. He could have a, it's very definitely, definitely, game. definitely touchdown dependent, but that's kind of the tight end game in general. Um, mm-hmm. One other cool stat that I read, I, I think we read the same article, so um, you probably saw it too, but uh, something crazy like uh, uh, it was Alvin Kamara plus it was like two it was like two uh it was like player A player B gave stats mm-hmm. player A was Derrick Henry with like a thousand ninety nine rushing yards like all these stats all these crazy things mm-hmm. and then player B had like a very similar stats to that and it went it like it went after it's like player A is Derrick Henry player B mm-hmm. is Alvin Kamara plus like Austin Eckler like it was like two like oh, two like a bunch like of two first yeah, yeah. round backs smushed together. Um, so yeah. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry another is person insane. who's having ridiculous, 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 ridiculous year so far. Um, yeah, he's like by far and away the running back one. On yeah, the I mean, I, it's not even close. I hate saying it, but like he's like literally like my favorite player right now. I, there's nothing I'd rather do than watch Derrick Henry just 
just run over people. Yeah, it's just, man, he's like, it's, the craziest thing about him isn't just, like, when he runs over people either or that stiff arm. It's, like, the second he, like, gets a tiny bit of breathing room and he just outruns every single human being on the field. He's so fast. Every single human being on the field. Like, and this dude is, like, 50 to 75 pounds heavier than everyone else and Mm -hmm. is somehow outrunning. He's, he's a freak. Um, But I do watch him play and, like, I do, I don't think he's going to be in the league for long. He gives me very much like Calvin Johnson vibes, where like absolutely dominant, but like he looks like he's like in pain. Like like he looks like he just like it just like hurts to move, and like that's kind of what happened with Calvin Johnson. He was just eventually mm-hmm. the pain just got too much. So that's the only thing I well, worry you know there's about. Gonna but... be, you know, there's going to be an NFL team that pays him money, even though we've seen it time well, and time again. Well, he did get paid by the Titans last year. He, he's ma- he's making. I think he's either the highest paid or the second highest paid running back. In the oh league. wow. Um, yeah, I mean, rightfully it, so. and rightfully so, yeah. yeah. But he, um, I mean, we see it all the time with running backs, mm-hmm. how you, you don't pay a running back. Yeah. But um, but I guess if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, yeah. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones is the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, Derrick so. Henry is really the only one. You can really justify that, too. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so uh, so what were your, did you do both your picks? or? Yeah, uh, Daryl Henderson and Mo, Mo Alley Cox. All right, cool. Um, so I'll take... Uh, you were, did you take both running backs or only one? I did take both. Okay, so then I'm, I'll wait for him uh, for after. Um, so I'll take my defense and my kicker. Defense, yeah. um, actually, I can just round it out because I believe you took it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Go um, ahead. Yep. So uh, at my RB2 slot, I'm going to take David Johnson. Uh, Mark Ingram got traded. Uh, the Texans do play um, They do play Rams, which is a pretty formidable defense, especially with Aaron Donald. Um, they have been getting gashed recently. However, that's not really my my reason for picking uh, him this week. It's not so much matchup based. It's that I don't want to risk David Johnson not being the dominant snap taker um, or dominant like the number one back. I don't want to give the Texans time to fuck that up. Um, so with I think they I think they already might have with Mark Ingram I, I was... leaving. Um, I think David Johnson is next to pecking order, and I'm just hoping he takes over that RB1 role before they start doing this whole backfield by committee. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to time that right. I think it's probably the best opportunity to take David Johnson. Um, yeah, I was week. I was reading into that a little bit today too, and it's like it, it's so risky because they inherited David Johnson, right? Like they like he was just there. He was a part of the system already. But they went out and like they went out and signed Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Philip Lindsay's going to be the first and second down back, and I think David Johnson's just going to be the, the third down back. Yeah, I mean, but, I to be honest with you, I think both of them are shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, and that's that's no disrespect. Like, obviously, Philip Lindsay was like he's like a walk on mentality type guy. So it's like I'll, I'll just outwork yeah, you. Undrafted free um, agent. He's just not that talented. He's got a great work ethic, but he just doesn't have the natural ability. So. Um, so I I do like Dave Johnson more than I like um, more than I like uh, Philip Lindsay, um, so I'm gonna take David Johnson this week. Uh, at tight end, I'm gonna take Tyler Higby. Uh, same reason um, as um, as you're taking Daryl Henderson, um, and I'm taking Cooper Cup. Um, they're playing Houston. Uh, rough defense in general. Uh, they especially have some uh, some. They have a whole bunch of woes on the Houston um, Houston defense. Um, so I'm definitely gonna take Tyler, Tyler Higby. Just trying to time a week where he's gonna pop off. I think his I think he's gonna have a better second half of the season than the first half of the season, nonetheless. Um, but I'm gonna take him this week. 
Uh, I was debating taking Gronk this week, but I believe they're playing um, the Saints. Uh, and uh, I watched that whole uh, Monday Night Football game, and uh, I forgot how much uh, how good Demario Davis was. He is mm. a next level linebacker, and uh, he was he was awesome to watch. So that scares me. But I was going to take Gronk, uh, but after watching that game, I, I can't bring myself to do it. Um, so I'm going to take Tyler Higby instead. And then to, to round it out, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take uh, Blewett, um, the Washington Football Team nice. kicker. Only that's I'll be completely Great honest with you. That's directly off name. Uh, Great name. I actually don't even know who they're playing, but I just saw that and I had to take it. Uh, Denver. Uh, cool. Actually, I even like that even more now. Um, but so yeah, so I'm gonna take them. Um, and then I'm for my defense. I'm gonna do something very ballsy, um, borderline stupid. Um, I'm going to bank on Sam Darnold not getting out of his funk, and I'm going to oh, take wow. uh, the Atlanta. Falcons' defense. I think this is the only opportunity that I could actually take the Falcons' defense and have it be a good thing. I don't think there could be – I don't think there's going to be a single game where I think they have a, have even a shot. So this is more just time to get a value pick. Um, Sam Darnold has been, in a, has been in a slump, so I'm going to just pray that he stays in that slump for at least one more week uh, and the Falcons' defense can take advantage of it. Um, so I'm going to take the Falcons' defense. Wow, that is bold. Borderline stupid, I said it. Borderline stupid. <laughs> All right, so now I'm trying to figure out which stack I want to take. So uh, I think what I have to do, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts against Detroit. Um, I think I'm honestly scared for my life as a Jalen Hurts fantasy owner. I, I think he could get benched in a week. Well, I don't think I don't think he's literally necessary. I don't think he's I don't think that's a possible chance he gets benched. One because they just traded Joe Flacco. They just traded the backup quarterback. They did just so, trade Joe Flacco. And they don't really right. have like a developmental person behind him, so there wouldn't really be mm-hmm. much benefit to benching him in general. To benching him, yeah, he um, is. He does seem like their best option, but it's just it's so bad to watch. The it's Eagles so are bad. And I don't think I've actually I went into the season hating Jalen Hurts. He's mm-hmm. actually I hate him less now than I did at the beginning of the season. I don't think it's as much of his fault as possible. Um, do you, did you see? I'm not sure if you listen to PMT, but uh, Big Cat made some, made like some statement that he's like, "Can someone do stats on how often Jalen Hurst throws out of bounds?" And, yeah, he must be the most. In and and someone uh, tweeted at him and like added him in a tweet and put a fake spray chart. Of Jalen Hurts, <laughs> and they had some crazy stat like it's eighty-seven percent of incompletions from Jalen Hurts go out of bounds, and he, <laughs> he he mentioned Big Cat in it, and Big Cat retweeted it, <laughs> and then he posted a picture of a text message with his friends, he's like "There's no way you put all that work," and he's like "No, I randomly you actually think he threw eighty-seven percent of his incompletions out of bounds." <laughs> <laughs> I just put a random number in. <laughs> so Big Cat had to like retract and was like, for anyone who thought that was real, you're an idiot. <laughs> the 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 uh it's like when um who who was the sports analyst who uh it, it was a basketball guy and he um he was like uh Ime Udoka is gonna be the first yeah, black, uh, the black the first coach, black yeah. coach in, in Celtics history. Yep. And then he had to he had to take it sorry my account was hacked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, it's just, it's so like, yeah, the Eagles suck. It's so bad, but I'm glad that I can take 
both Kenneth Gainwell and Jalen Hurts on a week that they face Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with that. I probably won't they pick any pop, other. It's going to be against Detroit. Although yeah, Detroit, and I it, love the Detroit's great. I love, I love Detroit. Absolutely, same. But like, you can't bet on no. Eagles players any other week. Um, it's just, it's unethical. That is true. Um, so Jalen Hurts against Detroit. My uh, defense is going to be uh, Cincinnati versus uh, the New York Giants. I know that you have a, a couple of New York Giants players, um, but I feel pretty confident that Cincinnati's defense, who has been holding really good teams to a decent amount of points that allows their team to win, will be able to do the same. I mean, granted, they probably should have lost against the Packers. Um, or I'm sorry, Mason Crosby did make that last field goal, but there should have been more points given up in that game. But I feel pretty good about about Cincinnati this week. Any uh, any comments on that? Uh, no, I mean I I like Cincinnati as well. Um, it sounded like you really wanted to say something. That's why. No, I was I was just moving around stuff. But um, Joe Burrow is for real, and I'm willing to say it. Cincinnati Bengals are also for real. They are yeah are for real, and we need to start right like. We need to start taking that into account. I think it's hard to, it's easy to for like it's easy to just be like, oh, Bengals, like mm-hmm. they're just the Bengals. But mm-hmm. I think they're generally contender this year, top ten team, um, and moving forward, like I think I'm pretty sure they're in great they're in a great cap situation for next offseason. So they're gonna add some main players. Um, the star power on that offense is incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's gonna be Jamar Chase popping off. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be awesome to watch. I'm excited to. I'm excited for the Bengals going forward as well. Yeah, it's like those. Uh, it's like when um someone plays like a character on TV for too long, so they just become associated with that mm-hmm. character. It's like the Bengals have yeah have not won a playoff game in so long, so it's like they're just never gonna do it. Yeah, I mean playoff um, game was even pushing it. They haven't been like a good team in forever. Like, well, there was they had that one there was season a stretch with Marvin with, uh, with AJ Green and. Uh, they and, made the playoffs a couple times with them. Yeah, they lost they, every single but game, yeah. They lost every playoff mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I think they were like 0-4 in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Marvin Lewis but, was the coach. Yep, Marvin Lewis, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Cincinnati defense and then Jason Sanders, um, Seattle kicker against uh, Jacksonville. Um, Seattle was going to be the other defense that I was debating between. Seattle's but, a um, shit show, bro. I'll take the kicker. An absolute shit show. Se- Seattle is a shit show right now, but I think against an even bigger shit show. In well, yeah, I mean, and I, and I, I'll, I'm fine. I love the, I love taking that kicker, but because mm-hmm. Geno Smith is can't, can't get into the red is, zone or can't get uh, into the end zone. You cannot. Uh, PMT he got sacked it, so many you cannot, times. Pete Carroll could have not wanted the ball out of his hands more. Like literally, mm-hmm. there was one play where they had like nine straight runs, and like it wasn't even like they were having big runs. They were just like anything to not have Geno Smith Geno touch Smith the touch ball. The ball. It's yep. like horrible, absolutely terrible. Yep. Um, I think at so some yeah. point they were like, <laughs> "Is someone asked them if they were debating bringing in Cam Newton for tryouts?" And he was like, "Well, anything that can help us." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Geno Smith is just when you talk about like most sackable quarterbacks, he is one of them right yeah. now. Like he just he just kept going down like every said, single Demario play. It felt Davis like it was bad. Weekend, or last Thursday or Monday, oh yeah, was, he was incredible. Oh my God. Plus, he yep. looked so fucking sick in that. Oh my! He just 
I, I, have, I have a man crush on Demario Davis for sure. <laughs> a linebacker oh, crush, yeah. Oh my God, what a what a human being. Okay. All right. Um, so that yeah. rounds it out. Um, I'll just recap the teams mm-hmm. real quick. I have Kenneth Gainwell, Daryl uh, Daryl Henderson, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Moali Cox, Jalen Hurts, Cincinnati defense, Jason Sanders, and Kyle has uh, Devontae Booker, David Johnson, Randall Cobb, Cooper Cup, Daniel Jones, Tyler Higby. Uh, I don't even know. Chris blew it. C blew it. I don't even know either. I just saw blew it. He's been oh, in the wow. league before. That, I might have. Been, I might have gotten um, it. But uh, yeah, that phenomenal. Yeah, blew man. it for uh, for Washington and then the Atlanta defense against Carolina. So we'll see. Here's to here's to <laughs> Let's see. The, the game actually started already. Let's see how Reynolds Cobb is doing. Oh, actually, it's only been like ten minutes. But yep. Green Bay is on offense. Yep, they just—I'm watching them right now. They, uh, they, uh, Arizona they punted. just punted. Yep. Oh, Arizona um, punted. Yeah. So uh, might as well get into some waiver woes. Only a couple of things that I noticed this week. Um, I, we're gonna save Bianca for last because that's just <laughs> that deserves to be last. She's put the effort in, to say the least. Um, first thing I noticed was Justin dropped Young Hoku. Mm-hmm. That's just. Another that's just tough. Like it, it's does it actually matter? No, but it's the climate for kickers out here is awful, dude. It's my guy Koo. Like how, how do you drop Koo? <laughs> Koo is Koo is just a phenomenal kicker. I just mm-hmm. out of just name value alone, I would have to keep him on the roster. I might try to pick him up. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just that that actual implication zero. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I did see that I wanted to commend you on was you picked up Pat Fryermuth. Yes, Pat Fryermuth. I, I was huge on Pat Fryermuth, um, and I, it doesn't really—he doesn't have much value to me um, in this league because it's not a keeper league. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Amari Rodgers already dropped the ball. Um, not good. <laughs> um, but they literally call him Baby Gronk. The dude is mm-hmm. going to be an elite tight end in the next couple of years. He literally just took—he essentially just took Eric Bron- Eric uh, Eric Ebron's job. Um, I love Pat Fryermuth as a player going forward, um, and I think that's a phenomenal pickup on your end because it's the name that a lot of people don't really talk about. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's been getting yeah. more work too, so it's like it, he's in a good spot to do something. It's just honestly the only week I, I really needed him for was I just don't have a lot of faith in Robert Tunyon in general. I have him starting in my lineup right now just because it's against Arizona and Devontae Parker isn't playing. Big Bob Tunyon, but, baby. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I just needed something else that could be at least a little bit more consistent. But Mark Andrews is on a bye. This is really just, like, if Mark Andrews gets hurt, I'm going to be screwed yeah, if like, I have to play Robert Tunyon every single week. Like, so, like... So I can't I can't promise that he's going to be phenomenal this year, like, that he's going to have... He's going to pop off. Mm-hmm. But within the next two years, he's going to be... He's going to accelerate to... Top five tight end in the league, mark my yeah. words. He is yeah, he's, a next he's level very talent. Good. Um, so yeah, so I love that. Uh, I love you picking up Pat Frymuth. Appreciate. And it. then, do you have any? Uh, did you notice anything other than uh, Bianca? <clears throat> yeah. So Alex <clears throat> this week picked up Mac Jones. Good pick up. And dropped three players. Yeah, it's uh for him. It I I don't know what. I'm wondering if he like was trying to pick up multiple people, but actually no, that that's not the case because Bianca was the only one who had priority over him, um, and she picked up Alex, Alex Collins. Uh, 
But he dropped Jarvis Landry, Nelson Aguilar, and Giovanni Bernard, which none of those are like bad drops. I, I think mean, Jarvis Nelson Aguilar is, might Jarvis get is better. Keeping on. I, I'm not sure why he'd get rid of Well, Jarvis, Jarvis is hurt, I think, right? I thought he just came back. I'm pretty sure. But he then played. he limped off the field at the end of the game. I, th- I, yeah, I, I thought that he was like I thought he got hurt and he came back into the game, but he. Um, oh, I'm not sure, but I mean, yeah. So I mean, Jarvis and Nelson Aguilar, I would probably like keep. I'm trying to see what else. He has Daniel Carlson on his bench that he's keeping. Boston Scott on his bench. Sterling Shepard. Like I would probably. Yeah, there's the Ravens defense. He's holding two defenses and two kickers right now. Like I would take. Jarvis Landry, Nelson Aguilar over a kicker and a defense. Hey, but he's an or- I mean, he's that's an just that's his prerogative. Yeah, he's an I'll orthodox. Take it. That's fine. Whatever um, he wants to do, it's his team. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah but I just found that interesting. And uh, so, and let, let's go ahead and talk about it. Um, so Bianca needed what a total of three point four points. I think three it was. points. Yep. Um, from her tight ends, <clears throat> uh, she started, I believe, Ross Dwelly. Uh, yep. Couldn't make it happen. Uh, nope. And now Ross Dwelly is back on the back as a free agent once more. <laughs> um, so I mean, <laughs> at some point, w- we try to talk to her. Um, I'm thinking the only thing that we can do now is maybe get us all together, um, have a big group session where we can try to talk to her about her addiction to mm-hmm. just swapping tight ends here and there as much as she pleases. Um, maybe maybe she just like maybe she can get some rush from maybe trading for them instead. Uh, I don't know. We got, but we got to figure out a solution because this, this dropping one and picking a random guy up from, um, from the waiver wire every week is, a, is an addiction. She cannot keep up. I'm just praying to God that Dalton Schultz puts up a goose, a goose egg this week and she drops him next week. <laughs> that would be just absolute comedy. That's just like, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's one thing like if like she like had the same person who just kept like, who kept not performing and it's like mm-hmm. at least like you're trying like you're i think there's yeah, more justice in like yeah. having faith in a player that he's eventually going to turn it around i think that yeah. takes more courage than just picking and choosing just picking whoever's the top guy on the free on the waiver wire or something she must like i just i don't know she, like when she was on she was just like oh i get so excited but i think it's addiction i think she's addicted <laughs> i think she's addicted I think it's picking too, up yeah. tight ends, and I think it's a problem. And I think we need to yeah, do it's it. That it's our it's our role as friends to <laughs> make sure that she can get past that. It's like it's like you're going to a casino, and you go to the roulette table, and just every single time you're going to put thousand dollars on twenty three. Mm-hmm. Like, not great odds, yeah. but it could happen. It's like, and if it does, it'll pay out well. It's like having like a. It's like having a family of three and uh, just blatantly coming home drunk every single night <laughs> and just being an absolutely horrible parent and just, you know, switching really, out your kids mm, for other kids. Yeah, it, it's just it's 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 got it's in the same category for sure. Um, <laughs> I like I your friends better I, than you. I might. To be honest with you, I, I think I'd prefer to be a, a belligerent alcoholic than than be have to deal with whatever she's dealing with and. Actually, I, I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up with this. This some would say I, yeah. it's tough. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, uh, thoughts and prayers to Bianca. Um, we're here to help you. Um, we might just start a. Uh, we might start every show off with just a PSA, like a just an announcement to let people know the dangers of picking up tight ends off the waiver wire yeah, and how it drinking can, how it can impact your life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have for waiver woes. Um, if you want, we can get right into uh, to, uh, matchups if you want. Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm pulling them up right now. All right. Uh, so we can uh, we can start right. off with uh, the dirty punts, Alex versus Chris. Sure. Um, so uh, I'm gonna say it right at the top. I I feel like lately I've I've gone off the I hate Chris train, uh, for better or for worse. Um, I want it to be known where this is still an anti Chris podcast. Will always be an anti Chris podcast. Um, but. The past few weeks, I, I've had no choice but to pick Chris. I think Chris has not a great team, but I think he has a solid team. Um, especially against Alex, which outside of Alvin Kamara, I mean, I I, I hate Alex Ross, right? I'd be honest with you. I, he, he yeah, seems I to... Too. I think we've talked about yeah. this multiple times, too. Like, it comes up it comes up every week. It's not great. Yeah, I think you literally called him one of the worst teams ever, and then he ended up shoving his he, fist down yeah, your throat. He, he scored, like, the most points of the yeah. week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it, for this game specifically, um, Dak and Zeke, I think that's an incredible uh, incredible duo to have. Um, DeAndre Swift is no joke as well. Granted, Chris has a couple tough matchups this week. Uh, Chicago defense is still a Chicago defense. So uh, Debo Samuel, I'm not sure he's going to have an incredible game. And then uh, Minnesota always is weird schematically wise, so I, I think that they might give him a little couple fits too. Um, mm-hmm. But on Alex's side, Alvin Kamara is obviously an incredible talent. Um, but if there's one defense to stop Alvin Kamara, it's going to be the Bucks. Um, Rondell Moore just scored a touchdown. No, that was D Hop. Oh, DeAndre. Oh, and, there's but there's a flag okay. on the play. Yeah, they're they're like hashing it out right now. D Hop's trying to argue with referees. Nice, perfect. It looks like, oh, he grabbed the guy. He grabbed the defender's face mask as they were running down the field into the end zone. Nice. Um, yeah. So, still going to be a good catch. But so yeah. So uh, if there's one defense to stop Evan Kamara, I think it's Tampa Bay. Um, mm-hmm. And also, don't like Mac Jones against the Chargers. Granted, Mac Jones had a great game last week, uh, but. The Chargers is a tough, is a tall ask. Um, mm-hmm. Mac Jones isn't really the guy to start pushing stuff downfield. Yeah, I know he did a couple times against the Jets, but that's the Jets. Um, I like I I saw uh, it was actually there's a there's a blog on a on Barstool, and it was like today I woke up to uh, a controversy about the Patriots running the score up on the Jets. Feels good to be back to normal, which is true. <laughs> you, you can come in get him want. Kylo get her okay <laughs> right, I'll be out there in a second um how did you, oh did oh what happened I, I just how did you see her uh she like I could I can see the door in the left half of your oh, screen I can't and my screen doesn't show it um okay uh but yeah so it it, it it does feel nice to get back to normal where people are claiming that we're running up scores and cheating and all that. And that makes me feel a little bit better. It feels like things are getting back to normal. Yep. Um, but I don't like Mac Jones against the Chargers. Camaras is the one game where they can be stopped. Mm-hmm. And then just, he just does have, does not have good matchups. Only good matchup is maybe CeeDee Lamb. Like I said, CD Minnesota Lamb, is one of those Lally teams Cox. that they just, with, with Mike Zimmer, the, they just, the scheme wise, they just, they can flip things and confuse people. So, um, yeah, I think I think I, Chris I hate, wins this in a, in a landslide. 
I think he wins it too. And I don't I don't hate the matchups for uh, Alex this week. I honestly don't like the matchups more for Chris this week, um, with the exception of Minnesota, which is probably the most important matchup on his team, considering he has both Zeke and Dak. But um, like I hate to make excuses for Alex. Like we pulled out the injury card last week. He does have so many people on by, but two of those people on by are his defense and his kicker. And he just refuses to let go of them. Like, is Daniel Carlson really that? And the Baltimore defense, are they are they either really that important to your team where you need to be keeping them on your roster? The Baltimore defense is ranked 16th in the league right now. Mm. Like, it, it's just, it's that's why it's baffling to me why he drops all of these positional players where he can, like, play the matchups and at least make his team, like, a little bit more of, like, a, a boomer bust where he can, like, put up all those points. Um but he just he just doesn't, and I don't know. I like I like Chris in this one too. But the the way that Alex is assembling this team is absolutely. I mean, I guess I can't really talk. He's yeah. I mean, he's above me in the ranking, so I can't really talk. But um, I think I'm on the up, so I'm, I'll take it. Yeah, you've been on um, you've been on the up for a while, huh? I've been on the up for. Hey, I'm three and four now. They also if. If we want to take a second to acknowledge the rankings of the league right now, we have sole possession of first place and last place, right? <laughs> and then a five-way tie for second and a five-way tie for seven. Yeah. Like, tight. this is anyone's league right now. Anyone could make the playoffs right yeah. now. And it's not even, like, awesome. first and like last seven. are, like, blatantly first like and last. Like, that big. Yeah, they're three games yeah. apart. Yeah. Um, Anything could happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, I... I think this is like a really interesting like season in general for fantasy. I think it's been super unpredictable, which I guess you could say for most fantasy seasons. But um, but yeah, I like Chris in this one. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> I like Chris as well. Yep. Um, so let's move on then. Let's move on to uh, Threat Level Midnight uh, versus Hot Chub Time Machine. Or Hot mm-hmm. Chub Time Machine, sorry. What a fall from grace, man. What yeah. a fall from grace. Um. So with the with the eye test, this is uh, there's not Drew a lot. Drew was of... one of my favorite teams at the beginning of the season, easily. Say what? Drew was one of my favorite teams at the beginning of the season. Sorry, so and he's in, he, he's in, yeah Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, cool. Okay, yep. Um, Drew was one of my favorite teams at the beginning of the season. I loved his team, and now he's in dead last. Yeah, it's a it's a tough look. I I still don't hate it though. I. I don't. I don't hate his rock. I, I think with Nick Chubb and Saquon back healthy, that is one of the most dynamic duos. Justin Herbert's a top, top five, top ten quarterback in the league. Um, I, I don't know. The only thing I don't really like in his roster going forward is Tyler Lockett. But yeah, he has and maybe he has, Dallas Goddard. Yeah, and he has Damian Harris as well. So I, I still, I do have faith in, uh, in him and Drew. Don't know why he doesn't have Damian Harris in. Um. Who would you put oh, him in for? Right oh, now? no, he Gaskin? doesn't have Damien Harris. It's, he has uh, Deontay Harris on New Orleans. Deontay mind, Harris, gotcha. Uh, yeah, because I was going to say, why would he not be playing? Um, but in this game specifically, I have to – I mean, obviously, Jake's a great human, so I don't like. I don't feel guilty at all for taking Jake. Yeah, but, no. Um, no. I, I have to take Jake. Um, a couple things do worry me, though. Uh, after watching that Monday night football game, uh, the Saints are no joke, especially in the secondary. Um, I think – Marshawn Lattimore is going to be draped on Mike Evans. All oh yeah, fucking he always game. is. That's a um, huge rivalry every so year. So I don't think Mike Evans is going to produce much 
And I think that's going to impact Tom as well. That's kind of my biggest iffy. Um, yeah. I think Austin Eckler is going to have a great game against the Patriots. Uh, we've had some defensive secondary woes. Um, my computer's about to die. Give me a second. Yep, go ahead. I'll, I'll take a second to talk about the teams then. Um, yeah, I mean, it, so Tom Brady and Mike Evans, it's definitely like a tougher stack this week because of that New Orleans secondary. And Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans always have good matchups against each other. And I think that Marshawn Lattimore usually comes out on top of those. Like Mike Evans is usually limited to a, like a few catches for like, let's say, 30 to 50 yards. Um, granted, there's probably a lot of pass interferences um, that stop Mike Evans from catching. Uh, but, um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Jake's team this week other than those two. And I like, I mean, Cooper, you know Cup what? I'm going to zag Cooper cup is Cooper cup, but I'm going to zag when, when everyone's going to zig, I'm going to take drew in this one. Um, and I'm, I'm going to bank on Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett, both having bounce back weeks against uh, light defense. Yeah, as long as you know Smith is that quarterback, I don't want a single wide receiver from the Seahawks on my team. It's tough, um, man. And... But Jacksonville just he, – they're nothing. Like, it's not – like, Geno Smith should look like Tom Brady. Geno Smith is a joke. Um, and I, I'm i I'm generally very against backup quarterbacks in general. Whenever I bet, I usually bet strictly for whatever team is against the backup quarterback – um, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a system play for me, um, but yeah, I don't. I think Tyler Lockett has absolutely no value with Geno Smith at quarterback. Um, Geno Smith can barely read a book, let alone a defense. Um, but with that being said, uh, I had a point that I wanted to make. That I'm, now it's escaping my head. Oh, we're talking about Mike Evans um, and Tom yeah, here. Marshawn Lattimore. After watching that Monday night game, I am officially anti DK Metcalf. Wow. DK Metcalf. And with that shit that he pulled Did with you Sterling Shepard. Yeah, I was gonna say Oh not that's not wait, who's Sterling? With Shannon Shepard. No. Who 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 did um who did DK have that beef with on Twitter? Oh Shannon uh, Sharp. Uh yeah Shannon yeah. Sharp. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about something else we'll get to after yeah. this but um but yeah so I'm anti DK. I watched him play and like the shit that he was doing to like Marshawn Lattimore. First of all he just looked like a straight bully like, just hitting him after the play. And, like, Marshall yeah, Lattimore would try to swing back, but DK Metcalf yep. is a freak of a human being. And then he would he had that great, that one play, fair enough. But from the rest of the game, you were a non-factor. That was it. Mm-hmm. And some of that's on Geno Smith, but, like, you were a non-factor. So why the fuck do you have such an attitude that you're this incredible run, that you're pushing around people like Marshawn Lattimore, who, who cut you, shut you down for the entire fucking game? Like, you're a yeah. child. You, you, you just an app. That compounded with the Shannon Sharp shit where he was like, oh, you, like, he was trying to talk shit to Shannon Sharp. Like, Shannon Sharp fucking was one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, and you're fucking Mm -hmm. talking this shit. Like, I am anti-DK Metcalf. Yeah. I'll go as far as saying that this this podcast is anti-DK Metcalf. I'll, I'm down with that. Did did you see what um what DK Metcalf did off? Out, out, oh, you're out, talking about uh, the outside of football. Yeah, I did. see Yeah, that. he also comes. Quick. Yeah, so for Fuck that for guy. anyone who didn't see it, yeah, for anyone who didn't see it, DK Metcalf was hooking up with an OnlyFans model, who uh, and he hit her up one night. It was like last weekend or whatever, and he was like, "Hey, like come over, right?" And she was on his way to his house, and she was like, "All right, I'll, I'll be there at 10:30." 
Turns out he was uh, like when it was getting close to that time, um, he was still at a bar talking to two chicks who he was planning on taking home and having a threesome with. And so he was like, you know what? Just like leave or just like uh, turn around and go back home. Like, like just screw it. Right. And so she was like, turn back home. And he was like, yeah. And then on her way home, he texts her again and says, wait, turn back around again. I'm trying to have a foursome. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, it's, I, I feel like stuff is getting to his head. He kind of, he kind of seems like one of those guys where, I mean, he just based off of his stature and based off of his physical gifts alone, he could have made it to the NFL. Now, granted, you still have to work super hard to get to the NFL and I'm sure he did, but I'm wondering if there's like part of that drive that's lost now that he's like, he, just... he feels like he's already done what he's wanted to do. Like, I'm wondering if he has the ambition to do something more be the greatest wide receiver of all time yeah, you know just uh he's he's not a great human being right now and it's I, interesting i do not like yeah. the attitude he plays frat with. boy mentality um yep. yeah so I, I i'm out on dk i don't want to be involved with dk i don't want dk anywhere near uh my mm -hmm. roster or anywhere near my team um so yeah uh anti-dk especially with geno smith as a quarterback um but back to uh the game uh or the this matchup i'm gonna take jake I don't love this one to be honest. I think it's gonna be tight, but I am gonna take Jake. I can't not take Jake. Yeah, I'll Jake just podcast. I'll zag and I'll take I'll take Drew. I think that there's high upside um, with almost all of his players. So, mm -hmm. um, I'll yeah I'll I'll take Drew just to I guess uh, be a little contradictory. All right, uh, and so let's move on to uh, Desperate Bachelors versus uh, Memphis Express. Um, like I said, uh, we are currently uh, it's about nine o'clock uh we are just about to be done with the first quarter so we are seeing some stuff uh a little bit upgrade so we we're kind of seeing to the future here um right now chase edmonds has scored a touchdown for harry um so chase Edmonds is off to a hot start um mm -hmm. i'm not banking on him scoring another one no he's not going to score another touchdown but i do think that aaron Rodgers is going to end up uh is end up going to play a little bit better Obviously, he has only one They're point pounding right the now. ball right now. Um, They're pounding the ball. But Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so Obviously. I wouldn't count him yeah. out. Um, yep. With that being said, um, I love Derrick Henry. I love Kyler Murray. Um, the only thing I really don't like on Pollard. Uh, Justin's team is Tony Pollard okay. um, matchup-wise. Uh, I, he has Devontae Booker in the flex, which I think is a good pick. Um, <laughs> uh, he also has uh, Kadarius Tony, and as uh, who's who's questionable, like I said, mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be hilarious if he has to play Odell. Uh, yeah, it would be funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, OBJ is. Uh, I talked to Zach about it uh, last week. I watched. Uh, I watched that game. Um, can't remember if it was. I can't remember who they were playing, but Odell Beckham had like three drops in the first quarter or in the first half rather mm -hmm. came back for the second half, caught like a 10 yard hook, like not even like not even no, a hooks a hooks giving it too much like a curl, like literally like ran 10 mm -hmm. yards, stopped, turned around, ball was there, caught. And he, you would have thought that this man just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he like the ran to like... the sidelines and he was like screaming his head off, like literally just like, ah, ah. <sighs> like he's deranged. He's he's it's, and he's not good at football. He's not. Can we make can we make the comparison um 
between Odell and DK Metcalf, or is that too early? I, and Do you I, think I, DK I Metcalf could follow the same path? I don't think that he, they're both on Justin's team for, like, I don't think that's a coincidence. Maybe he's attracted has, to frat, yeah, frat guys. Justin has a poor taste, a poor judgment of players. Poor taste in men. To say the yeah. least. Um, uh, so I don't like Tony Pollard, obviously, because he's an RB2. Um, Tony Pollard is talented, and I think that if Zeke ever goes down, Tony Pollard is an automatic RB1. Um, because he is probably the most talented backup running back in the league. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to forget about him this week, too, because they had the bye week last mm-hmm. week. But he's he's been on a tear all season, and I, I can guarantee Mike McCarthy has been trying to figure out ways to get him even more involved. Um, but with that being said, um, I am going to take Harry this week, uh, and for one reason, one reason only. Uh, I just, just made this big deal. Um, I refuse to take a team that has DK Metcalf on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, OB, I'm not going to put OBJ to the side. I'm pretend OBJ is not even there. But I'm mm-hmm. refusing to take a team with DK Metcalf on it. I have lost all will to take DK Metcalf in anything. Even though I love the matchup, I think they have a good game. Don't want DK Metcalf. I'm not taking him. I'm not being associated with that type of human being. Give mm-hmm. me Harry. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me Delvin Cook. I want Harry to win. I'm picking Harry to win. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to pick Harry here, too. I think there's just a lot of question marks on Justin's team in general right and now. W- from... was, we haven't even talked about the whole... Deshaun Watson is also on his roster. So right yes, now... that's right. Right now, Justin has DK Metcalf, certified scumbag, comes in five minutes. Yep. He has Odell Beckham, likes to get yep. poop on his chest, and is literally deranged, screaming on sidelines yep. for throwing, from catching a 10-yard hook. Uh, we have um, Antonio Brown, who is exposing oh, yeah. himself to just various women and masseuses. Um, and then we have Deshaun Watson, who's in the same exact fucking boat, 22 open allegations as, as, as open court cases right now. So I think we need to have a conversation with Justin and Kadarius Tony, who is a, already a problem child, throwing fists yeah. first throwing game. punches. I think, I think, I think Justin has just... I think there's a leadership problem on Justin's team. We should check in with him. I think that <laughs> I think there's a serious problem here. What what is Justin seeing these people? I I I'm worried. I, yeah, I, this is this is I this think is this calls this calls his character into question here. Yeah, we'll we'll have to discuss it at the round table mm-hmm. at the end of the season as well. But um but yeah, I mean, aside from off the field problems too, like Justin's team just has so many question marks. Like Tony Pollard, the backup running back, which granted, probably the best backup running back in the league, but still splitting, splitting snaps when Harry has one of the best running backs in the league in Dalvin Cook, which against Dallas should match up decently with Derrick Henry, I would hope, against a stronger Indianapolis uh, front seven. Um, he's got DK Metcalf with Geno Smith at quarterback, Kadarius Tony, who's questionable. Like it's just all around, just like a really tough look right now. So I'm going to take Harry as well. And I think I would take him even if Chase Edmonds didn't have a touchdown already, but yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, it's, um, yeah, I didn't realize how, how many, how many problem problem children are on uh, Justin's team. It's uh it's worrisome to yeah. say the least. Maybe, maybe there's a, Oh, dude, it's the Desperate Bachelors. Duh. Uh, the Desperate Bachelors. That's, like, perfect for DK Metcalf. You gotta, you gotta be more than desperate for, uh, to, to make these, to make these, uh, 
these management type uh, decisions over here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, rough look. I uh, can't take uh, can't take Justin now with this roster now now with the uh, moral implications that would take. Um, so I'm I'm taking Harry. Yep, I'm out. I'm taking Harry as well. All right, then let's move on to uh, football player lives matter uh, versus playoffs are bust. Um, James Conner currently has the zero trade. points. I know you don't listen, but accept the trade. Come on, Joe. Yeah, it, again with Joe. All right, listen. I'm sure he's a great guy. He sat Zach Ertz, man. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> he, what, He's starting like, Johnu Smith. He, he might put, not even play. He put in the group chat today, he was like, "Why didn't nobody tell me?" It was like about like the buying. He's like, "Why didn't nobody buy-in, tell yeah. me?" He's like, "Dude, just read." Everyone <laughs> else knew, so the problem clearly wasn't with us. There wasn't like we like kicked you out of the group chat for a day, and then we told we were like, "Okay, this is what we're gonna pay," and then you all of a sudden came back and you just didn't read it. Why, why? What are you talking about? You guys need to tell me this. Like, we did. You're in the group chat. Yeah. Read it. Um, yeah, just questionable. Like, question. He's three and. F- How the hell is he three and four? I, that's a good question. Uh, I think insane. a lot of luck was involved. Well, um, Joe Mixon popped off at the beginning of the season too. Um, but from this point going forward, there's zero percent chance that he wins this game. Um, James Conner has zero points as of right now. He has him as RB two. Uh, like you said, mm-hmm. John Smith then ended up in play, and now we can't start Zach Ertz because Zach Ertz is currently playing on the bench. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Dude. Rumor is Brandon Cooks might get traded to the Patriots, uh, which would be awesome. Wow, uh, we have that would be awesome. We have the we have the salary room for him. Um, I think it'd be bad for fantasy though. I like for Brandon Cooks' fantasy stock. Uh, he's the only person in Houston right now. Last week, I mean, granted, he doesn't have consistently good weeks because it's. Davis Mills is, is his quarterback. When Tyrod Taylor comes back, that'll go back up. Last week, um, Nico Collins was the leading receiver in Houston. He had two catches for 25 yards. Yeah. I, so, like, that tells you all you I do think it'd be – I mean, he was successful with uh, the Patriots in his first run, so I, I would I would, mm-hmm. I would, would love that for as a Patriots fan. Um, Calvin Ridley is obviously playing against Carolina, which if they get Gilly Lock – if Gilly Lock's starting this week – that's a matchup nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, outside of there, there's I, I genuinely don't think there's one defendable thing except Joe Mixon against Jets. Joe Mixon against the That's Jets. The only yeah, thing he's going to pop off. Yep. Is a great look on Joe's team. Other than that, yep. uh, playoffs or bust has this handed down. Joe's going to get his face punched, face absolutely kicked in. Um, yep. And there's really easily going to be it. the biggest blowout. Yeah, yep. this is going to be. Uh, yeah, there's and they. I tell you what. Uh, Donnie has um, a high chance of popping like 160, 170 type game um, mm-hmm. with Mahomes against the Giants. Uh, Tyreek obviously against the Giants. And then Jamar Chase Jamar against Chase. the Jets. Yeah. Like Those are like 20, 30 point games from both of them. Um, it's going to be awesome to watch. It could be a real pop-off week for him. Um, so funny. His team is so dominant and he's sitting Julio Jones. Like, yeah. Just awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna take uh, Donnie for sure. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the name that doesn't start with J on this one. Okay. Um, all right, and then let's get to uh, get to you. Um, so you have we have uh, bounce back season versus uh, hash slinging slashers and Bianca. Mm-hmm. Bianca is starting Dalton Schultz at tight end this week. Um, I like that. I like that pick a lot. 
Um, I do too, which sucks. Yeah, Dalton, Dalton Schultz is, Schultz is uh, um, he's become uh, target wise, he's become more probably a top ten tight end from if you want to talk about target share. Uh, yep. I mean, obviously they they throw the ball a lot. Dak throws the ball a lot. Um, so I love Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz going forward. Um, to be honest with you, he'll probably be on the waiver wire next week. So we'll have a sh- we'll have a shot at him. <laughs> we'll all have um, a shot at him. But uh, from that point forward, I do have to say I like uh, Bianca a lot more than I like you. Um, I do as well. I do like Justin Hurts against uh, I mean Jalen Hurts against uh, Detroit, um, but. I like Daniel Jones against Kansas City more. Like I said, I don't think I think Kansas City's gonna win. I think they get back to Kansas City, but it's not gonna be by a defense stepping up. It's gonna by be the offense mm-hmm. just starts gonna start clicking. So I think yep. this is like a, a thirty-five to forty-five type game. Um, so I like Daniel Jones. Aaron Jones already has five points at the end of the first, um, which isn't a good sign. We both agree that Daryl Henderson's about to pop off. Um, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs has been playing poorly by his standards. Yeah, but he's playing, um, Miami. But he's playing Miami, which is a dumpster yep. fire, and they're probably gonna have Deshaun Watson within the next week. Uh, yep. Terry McLaurin um, also is kind of playing down lately, but I do I I have I like that's more on Taylor Heineke I think than anything yeah else. I'll be honest with you yeah. I like Taylor I would take Terry McLaurin and Stephon Diggs over both Roy, uh, Robert Woods and Amari Cooper this week yeah uh, oh yeah probably the, I mean actually no I would probably take Amari over over Terry but. Uh, and I, I will say that I one thing that you do have is you have Michael Pittman Jr. I love Michael mm-hmm. Pittman Jr. Yeah, I'm very big on Michael I, Pittman Jr. going forward. Uh, I think like next year he's going to be like a wide receiver one quality player. I think that he's mm-hmm. especially if he if either Carson Wentz finally comes into his own or if they find another solution at quarterback. Um, I think Michael Pittman Jr. is a next level talent, uh, similar to Pat Frymuth. Um, but yeah, and then. To top it all off, uh, Lattimore is going to be trailing Michael Evans everywhere he goes in that field. Chris Godwin is going to be that best target on the on the, yeah. on, the yep. on the box. So um, I genuinely think there's no chance that you win. Uh, that does not, I don't mean that as a mean way. Uh, but I I Bianca understand. Is... I'm still going to take myself. I, I have to out of principle. I like I love my matchups this week. I really do. Other than Robert Tunyon, which sucks because you're right. Bianca does have pretty strong uh like target share dalton schultz i wish that green bay would oh they just converted on fourth and one holy shit um i wish that green bay would throw it to robert tunyon more i kind of expected them to this game because i didn't think they'd be able to run on arizona um they're kind of proving me wrong right now i really thought that aaron Rodgers would have to throw all of this game we will see it still could happen. Robert Tunyon could come out with three touchdowns this game. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not. But I, I probably not. I like my I like my matchups though. Um, I'm just I just wish I had better running backs at this point. Like I just like I ha- like I'm still happy that I traded Cordero for Chuba Hubbard. I still don't regret that. You should because I still that. have that. Nope, I don't regret that. that at all. Because I still have that backfield locked up, and I like Chuba Hubbard against Atlanta more than I like Corderell against Carolina. It's just, like, um, like, oh, no, you should regret that. Christian McC- nope. Imagine having Chris McCaffrey one, and then you had Corderell Patterson at two, and then you could have Kenneth Gainwell right now at your flat. They, dude, no, bad decision. Nope, I'm bad. bad I'm, I'm still bad. I'm still happy. Bad I'm still happy. Bad. Um, but yeah, I like all of my all of my matchups this week. It's just you know sometimes the other team has the better team and. 
Um, I mean, I guess we'll see Aaron Jones is in the game right now at the, if Aaron Jones scores a touchdown right here, my, like my whole mood is going to be ruined, but, um, anything could happen. You know, that's all I'm going to say. Anything could happen. I'm going to take anything myself. Anything could happen. That is true. Anything could happen. Um, yeah. That's... I could be Orlando Bloom. <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, so I'm taking Bianca. Uh, you're taking yourself. Um, yep. and lastly, Let's do uh, me against this, CJ. This one is tough, man. This one is. CJ's looking so bad right now. I love me here. Um, <laughs> obviously, I, I'm, I've never felt more happy with a roster than this current roster, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. think I am, like, set. I, I am, so, like, and I think that I'm not even going to be great until Clyde Edwards comes back and Michael Thomas comes back. So like right now, I I was planning on losing all these games, because I was trying to invest in the future rather than now. But I mean, I I don't think there's a way that CJ even competes in this game. Um, yeah, this he has is Tyler tough. Heineke at at quarterback. Who, granted, like he's an incredible human being. He's and I love I love the way he plays. But Denver is no joke on defense, and Tyler Heineke just makes a lot of mistakes. Simple as that. Um, Miles Sanders, he has in right now, is not playing, obviously. Miles Sanders is hurt, so that means he's going to have to put Zach Moss in. I do like Zach Moss against uh, Miami. Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. Get in the goddamn end zone. What are we doing? I'm sorry. No, Go ahead. ahead. But I'll, I'll, take your, I'll take your word for it. Get in the freaking uh, end zone. But, yeah, so he'll have uh, he'll have Zach Moss in rather than Miles Sanders, obviously. Um, he has Robbie Anderson as his wide receiver one, which is a tough yeah, look, bad. especially with the struggling. And Kendrick Bourne is Sam Darnold too. Um, <laughs> yeah, wide receiver groups are not looking good. I do love Cortland Sutton this week, um, but I this will his his roster is going to change. He has Justin Jefferson sitting. He has Josh Allen sitting. He just hasn't checked his roster this week. But like, talk about Aaron Jones just scored the touchdown. I all right. Um, yeah, talk about, like, fall from grace. Like, he started 4-0. and mm. And J- when Jake was on, we said it, too. He was like, CJ, like, he's 4-0. and Like, I love the kid, but, um, like, this isn't going to last. Like, he's a fraud. That's what Jake said. Jake said he's a fraud. Um, and he's right. He's lost three straight, so. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I'm not, I wouldn't pick against me regardless, but I do. I love my roster this week. Uh, that ball didn't cross DeAndre the has uh, seven points right now anyways. Um, only yep. person I really One. don't like on my team this week is uh, DJ Moore, actually. Um, I'm not feeling good about DJ Moore against Atlanta. I, I just, with the way that Sam Darnold has been playing lately, it's a little bit worrisome for me. Um, but all that aside, um, I'm picking me. The Packers just got away with highway robbery. It's close. Did they, did they confirm it? They confirmed it. Wow. Uh, it's cool. yep. it's tough to see. It's it's tough to tell. Um, it is, but it it didn't look like it got in. But yeah, I like you this game too. So we're we're in on that. I'm trying to see if there were any other notes that I had for uh, for this week. Um, uh, win of the year last week maybe point zero one points. I did see the wild, wild. insane, absolutely. Um, that was the only other thing that I had. But wild. yeah, because we talked about t- Bianca's tight ends. Wild. That was sick. Yep. That was crazy. Awesome. I'm very uh, – I it just – on the last – like almost the last play of the game too, that touchdown, that deep touchdown to Michael Pittman. So, 
Uh, I just need more wins like that. Yeah, we know? were we were talking all the shit about Alex, and Alex also fucking fisted me last week too. Um, I forgot about that. I forgot that was Alex who <laughs> put his fist up my ass. Um, well, this week we're firmly against him. So yes. whoever he's playing, look out. Yes, I mean we were firmly against him both weeks, but nonetheless. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I got. Uh, hopefully we'll be setting this up with uh, with uh, with the new outro, with the new outro song, mm-hmm. new intro song. Um, so hopefully you'll be you'll be heading out to that. But I mean, do you have any uh, any final set, any final comments, Mike? Uh, all I would like to say is thank you for a warm reception back to the podcast. Um, it feels good to to be back doing what I love, um, and. Uh, uh, fuck DK Metcalf. That's all you gotta yeah, say. Fuck DK Metcalf. Fuck Justin's team. Anti um, DK Metcalf. Anti Chris Belasco. Anti, anti Urban Meyer. Anti John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else I'm missing? Um, anti Hitler. Oh, for sure, anti Hitler. Big anti Hitler guys. Anti Bill O'Brien. It's um, <laughs> a fact. Anti Bill O'Brien. I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel like there was something this week that we should be anti. Um, outside of the DK anti- Metcalf thing disestablishmentarianism i mean we're obviously anti-sexism anti-sexism that that, that should go without that's a good one to go off on that's a good one that's a good one Um, to go on but thank you everybody for listening absolutely appreciate everyone's time um yeah thank you everyone and uh we will talk to you guys next week uh love you guys